This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, so breaking into it in this two-parter here, um, what do we do in 2023 when 2022 can be broken down into a summarization of we were right? That's what 2022 can be broken down into. We were right about big tech censorship. We were right about life. We were right about the, the, the government being corrupt. We were right about broken election systems. We were right about all of it, every single bit of it. So if 2022 was the year that we were right, then 2023 has to be the year where we fix it. So in 2024, we can take it all back, right? That's what 23 has to be. 23 has to become the year that we get back on track or at least lay down the groundwork to get back on track. What is done in the next 12 months will decide (laughs) probably forever. Because if we don't fix our elections in 2023, then in 2024, it doesn't matter. If we don't fix big tech censorship and uh, corruption, then it doesn't matter what we say or what we do because it will never be heard. If we don't fix the nuclear family, uh, the definition of marriage, uh, whether or not children should be allowed at drag shows if or castrate themselves or mutilate their genitals or, or if we don't fix all of these things, none of it matters. If we don't get the church involved in culture, which culture now equals politics, politics is inside of culture. They're not two separate things. If we don't identify that, if we don't get more churches on board with that, And if we don't win the soul of America back, none of it matters. And I can't, I can't, I can't express that more. And I guess that's my biggest frustration is we're still trying to fight the same old battles and we cannot do that in 2023. Pure and simple, uh, Elon Musk, God bless him. I mean, I don't agree with everything Elon Musk does. Don't get me wrong. I'm not this worshiper of Elon Musk. I love what he's doing with Twitter, you know, but I'm not putting a a chip in my brain anytime soon. So I don't like that, (laughs) but I love what he's doing with Twitter. I think it's ironic that Twitter was everybody's kind of social media app 
for years. Like that's, you know, everybody, I mean, you can't make money on Twitter and Elon Musk may fix that. So everybody's main things were Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And Twitter was just kind of a, uh, you know, it was just kind of a, now it has flipped and Twitter is everybody's favorite app to go to and be seen and be heard and blah, 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 because the algorithms reflect engaged content instead of suppression. And now Facebook, Instagram, YouTube are all kind of dead for everybody. They're all kind of dead. It, it went from the power four, uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, to now it's like, well, for conservatives, it's like Twitter and then everything else. And if anything just happens to break through on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, awesome. But we all know that there really is nothing there. So the only thing that I can hope for Facebook and Instagram specifically is the shares are going to have to keep dropping for Facebook and Instagram. And somebody's going to have to remove Elon or Elon. Uh, somebody's going to have to remove Mark Zuckerberg and, you know, completely turn it around. The glory days of Facebook was when Facebook decided to go to war with YouTube. So they allowed all the videos to go. They allowed content creators to make money, et cetera. They allowed voices on both sides of the aisle to speak. And with that, Facebook reached its highest heights ever. And then they turned it off. And now Facebook shares are down almost 70%. They've lost $700 billion in a year. Now, I don't know everything about business. However, if I had a trillion dollar evaluated company and within 12 months, you lost me $700 billion of it, I would probably be fired if that was real life. But yet Mark Zuckerberg still remains in control and it just makes you wonder, is he just doing exactly what the powers that be tell him to do. And so that's why he's doing it because he really doesn't care if Facebook or Instagram actually makes it because he's set up for life. Um, and the, he's just doing what he is told. And if he's just doing what he's told, then he doesn't care about the success or the outcome, et cetera. Everybody knows that YouTube is a scam. Everybody's known this for years. There's certain words you can't say, there's certain things you can't do, certain things you can't show, certain things that can't hear. All of these things have to be fixed or social media. The big change in 2022 that's leading into 2023 is everybody's realizing that social media as we knew it is no longer so. And we're all trying to wade the waters to figure out what new social media is like. Um, many people have shifted to what you're listening to right now, audio, podcasting. And isn't it funny? how life just seems to revolve around in a circle. So we started off with radio, then we got into social media and everybody kind of abandoned radio. And now everybody's kind of going back to the audio format, <sighs> at least until Apple decides that they're not going to just let anything be on Apple. Anymore. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I am tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. 
Burge Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA of 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you protect yourself with gold today by texting Graham to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's zero obligation to make this request. Just text Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. But we have to fight back with big tech uh, the same way that Elon Musk fought back with Twitter. He just bought it. (laughs) And so we need another billionaire to buy uh, Facebook and Instagram that is a uh, free speech absolutist. That's what we need. Uh, will we get it? I don't really know. Um, I think Facebook is, is headed for MySpace territory, if I may be so bold and so honest to say so. I think the way Facebook is going, I think in five years, I think Facebook is dead. Um, Mark Zuckerberg is like Tom from MySpace. What is his name? Tom. Uh, he goes off into the sunset. He made all his money. Um, and, uh, that's it. So we have to, um, solidify and fix our elections. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot state this enough. Arizona was rigged. Nevada rigged. Georgia. (sighs) Georgia was rigged in the sense of they're a mess and we had a bad candidate. Okay. Sorry, but it's true. Herschel Walker was a horrible horrible candidate. He just was. We've learned that the superstar status doesn't really mean anything anymore. In fact, people are starting to really pull for the underdogs against the superstar candidate because people are sick and tired of the superstar syndrome. They're they're sick of it. Philadelphia, the election system is still broke. Uh, New York, California, Oregon, all those places, they're lost causes. I've said it once. I'll say it a million times. If you are a conservative and you believe in conservative values, you need to take 23 and you need to pray about it and you need to move out of those states and those areas. And here's another thing. Everybody can't move to Florida. Okay, that's great. We have made Florida the reddest country are the reddest state in the country. That is fantastic. But we can't forget about Texas. We can't forget about Arizona. Can't forget about Nevada. We can't forget about Wisconsin and Minnesota. We can't forget about Philadelphia. We can't forget about North Carolina. Obviously, we can't forget about Georgia. Uh, but then you can't abandon Utah. You can't abandon uh, Wisconsin, or, uh, Wyoming and Montana. All these places. Like in 2020, I think we calculated it up a long time ago that it was like 10 to 12 million people in California, uh, Oregon and Washington state that voted for Donald Trump. If 5 million of those people all moved to the states that I talked about, Arizona, Nevada, Wyoming, Montana, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Texas, Georgia, um, North Carolina and Philadelphia. We would never lose another election again, ever, ever. We would never, ever, ever 
lose it. But a lot of you have got to do a lot of soul searching. Honestly, Florida could lose four to 500,000 people going into other areas and Florida would still be fine. It'd still be a blood red state. But the problem is what a lot of people are doing, because Florida is the cool state right now, um, is a lot of people are moving to Florida, which is great. I'm not saying there's anything bad with that, but you're forgetting that just because Florida is technically no longer a swing state because it's so blood red, Florida's not where conservatives are losing elections. Conservatives are losing elections in the Midwest. Conservatives are losing elections in Georgia, North Carolina, and Philadelphia. Oh, and Michigan and Wisconsin. That's where conservatives are losing elections. So some of you need to take a deep, deep look in what you're doing. If you believe the country is worth saving or not, and you need to make the decision to leave. You need to make the decision to move along and fortify these states for the elections. Because if we don't fix the elections, I really don't know what we're doing. Like I don't, I, and I'm just being honest with you. I love talking to you guys. I love doing this stuff. But if we don't start taking practical applications, like I said, 2022 was the year where we found out we were right. 2023 has to be the year where we do something about it. And if we don't do anything about it, then what is the point to any of this stuff? I don't think there is one. We have to, again, this is huge. We talked about big tech. We talked about the elections. We have to defend marriage. We have to defend uh, the unborn. Continue that. We have to go back after our younger generations. Gen Z is a lost cause. These kids are freaking insane, man. And a lot of you are like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Go have a conversation with them. These these kids are, are, are lost. Even the ones that aren't that bad, they have no clue what they're doing. My 12-year-old knows more about what's going on in the country than the current 18 to 24-year-olds just running around, just doing whatever. They have no clue. They're lost. They have zero drive. They're in college, sure. But college is just like a it's just like a thing to get them by because they get scholarships or whatever. And then college or their mom and dad pay for that. And then they got free food in college, but they got no cars. They got no jobs. They got no desire to do anything. It's just like just I mean, it is, it is, it is really, and I'm not trying to be degrading, but it is really something to see. When I was a senior in high school, I had three jobs. I worked two jobs and I played in a band on the weekends for side money. Like I just, it is so weird to me to see people that are 18 and above in college that don't have cars. They don't have jobs. They're just there. They just exist. Like it's crazy to me. We have generations of men that are coming up that are perfectly fine with not having a job, not having a car, and their girlfriend driving them around. And you know they you know they don't have any money to take them out to eat or dinner and stuff and blah blah blah. It's just it's insanity to me. That is not the way it's supposed to be. And as a dad, uh, that ain't who my daughter's dating absolutely freaking not. You better have a job. You better have a car. You better be working towards something. And, and, and look, I'm not one of those people that thinks that an 18 year old's got to have it all figured out. I realize that's a dumb thing to say, but you better be trying to figure it out. There'd be, there needs to be some drive within our young people. 
Uh, we're so focused on women in the workplace, which again, I got no problem with. And I think women should go after whatever they want in the workplace. But in that, we've lost the fact of, hey, we've got a lot of sorry dudes running around. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. We've got, we've got guys that have graduated from nursing school who are nurses now, which is great. That's a great job. But at 24 years old, they're just now getting their own place. And the stress of that is so big that they can't even think about relationships right now. It's insane to me. By 22, I had been to war twice. I had a full-time career. I got married. And by 23, I had my first child uh, born. And by 24, I had my second child born. So I don't get it. And everybody's like, oh, well, it was a different time back then. No, it wasn't. It was a different mindset back then. Can you imagine if we went to war today with what we've got to work with right now? Oh, it, I, I can't even fathom it. If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about their service, and it is absolutely amazing. One of the largest networks in the country, you're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying at Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Keep your phone. Keep your phone number and switch your service in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get a money-back refund guaranteed. Support a company who supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code GRAHAM, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code GRAHAM. That's Pure Talk. Simply easy, smarter wireless. Go to puretalk.com, promo code Graham. Now. Also, the morality of this country, the churches, the weak, woke churches that, that, that were exposed during the COVID pandemic and whatnot, these have to be changed. We have to have people. You need to leave the church and you need to find a new church. And if there's not a new church, then you need to start a church. If, 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 if there's not one in your state, you need to move. We need, we need American missionaries that will go into godless places in our country and fortify it for the Lord. That's what we need. We need a moral fabric. And a lot of people are like, oh, separation of church and state, blah, 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 blah. Well, hey, riddle me this, Junior. How come back in the 50s, okay, divorce rates were minuscule at best. 97% of America identified as a Christian. They identified as believing in God. How come crime rate was down? How come divorce rate was down? How come uh, jobs for young people were up? How come uh, test scores for young people were up? How come entrepreneurial mindsets and new businesses were surging? Do you really believe that all of those things are not connected? Absolutely they are. When you remove the moral groundwork of a society, you are left with nothing but worthless. Let me rephrase. You're left with nothing but unmotivated people who could care less about anything. The founder of Home Depot just said it the other day, COVID made everybody okay 
with mediocrity. Nobody cares. I go on Indeed every day just to like look around, right? And in my area, 80% of the fast food restaurants are all hiring managers and general managers. There's nobody to manage any of these people because people are realizing you want me to work? As a manager, you don't work 40 hours a week. You work like 70, 80 hours a week, right? Because you're a manager. You want me to work 70, 80 hours a week for $75,000? No way. These people, they don't care. They don't care about anything. People are lazy in 2022, moving into 23, and it's something that fundamentally has to be changed. We have to go after the current parents and the current kids 17 and under in the church. We have to bring God back at the forefront of our lives, at the forefront of our marriages, at the forefront of our children's lives moving forward, because you have to believe in something. Because if you don't believe in something, you will fall for, say it with me, anything. It is the most true thing ever. And we must move forward. I also think that in 2023, a lot of us need to unplug. I really do. And I'm talking to myself. I, as we speak, we are literally getting ready to uh, go on a two to three week adventure across the country. Me and my family in a car, driving it the whole way, just stopping and, and visiting and looking around and just taking in life. Honestly, that's really what it's about more than anything else. Yeah, I got a couple of meetings on the way. I'm going to take the, you know, the kit so I can record for you guys. But 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 the whole point of it is to just unplug for a bit and just experience life for a moment. And what's so funny is it's going to be about 2 or 3 weeks, but it's probably going to feel like 2 or 3 months because we're going to be kind of unplugged as much as, you know, you can humanly unplug today. And the whole purpose of it is a recenter of a refocus of what the direction is moving forward. The past eight years has been a whirlwind for me. I know it's been a whirlwind for all of you that have been a part of my life, that have been a part of all of this craziness, and just the country in general. The past three years especially has been really hard on a lot of people, and, and I don't really see it getting any better but it's time for all of us to refocus on what are the next eight years going to look like and what are the next eight years going to be like? And are we going to continue to be so easily manipulated by the powers that be through these things we call phones? Or are we going to take a moment to unplug and just look around and figure out what really matters to us and then come back refreshed in 23 and fight for that? I challenge all of you to do that. Yeah, New Year's resolutions and blah, 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 blah. That's fine and good. But if you're still so connected that you can't see the world around you anymore, the average American these days, if you go to work, you go to work, you come home, you open your garage, you park your car in the garage, you shut the garage door, you go straight inside, you order Uber Eats, and you never, ever, ever interact with a soul in your neighborhood. Many of you right now live in a subdivision and you couldn't name three families in three houses that live in the same subdivision that you do because we're all mindless little minions that run around and just worry about ourselves and just check out. And as human beings, we are not designed that way. Human beings were not designed 
to be alone. We're not designed to be shut off from societies. That's not how it was meant to be. And so these next three weeks for me and my family, and yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. Kids are going to get, you know, antsy and irritable in the car. Uh, Lord knows we could have a flat tire for all I know. I mean, it's, yeah, I'm sure it's going to come with its challenges, but we are going to be in the moment. We're going to see parts of the country that we've never seen. I turned 36 in 23 and I still have not seen the Rocky mountains. Well, we're going to change that, but my children are now going to be children and will have seen more of the country than I did until I was 36. And I think that's beautiful. I think that's amazing. I think that's the way that it's supposed to be. How can we expect our younger generations to make decisions? How can we expect our younger generations to not be swayed by influence if we don't show them the world? And we can't do that plugged into our phones. And so my challenge to you on top of everything else that we've talked about in 2023 is unplug recenter, refocus, and emerge recharged for the battles that we face ahead in 2023. That's all we have for this year of the Dear America podcast. Another year down and another year gearing up and getting ready to go. I hope you guys have a fantastic New Year's. If you're still listening, that means you made it through 2022, and that means you have an opportunity to make an impact in 2023. So God bless you guys. Have a happy new year, and we'll see you all again next year. Later.